It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. Select Irish on FM 104 and indie pop artist Lydia Ford is here to tell me all about her album Faking It. Hello. Hello. Hi, Louise. Thank you for having me. Thank you for chatting. So, debut album, Faking It. Tell me a little bit more about this and the process that went into it. Yeah, it was a a long process, as you can imagine, with an album. It is 10 tracks. Um, I sort of began working on it, I would say, like 2021 lockdown. But it wasn't really until about March last year, 2022, I sat down with my producer and was like, we have these songs, let's actually make an album. Mm-hmm. And from there, it took about six months nonstop work yeah. um, to to get all these songs together. So yeah, I've been sitting on it for, for quite a while, obviously. So it's really nice to have it out in the world now since Friday. Is there, yeah, like you were saying, it's nice to get it out, but is there kind of pressure to kind of sit on it for a bit? Or is there, you know, that kind of waiting process? Do you feel that's kind of necessary before you release it? Yeah, I think it is. I mean, there's a lot of like logistics that go into it and Mm -hmm. marketing and Mm -hmm, getting the singles out before the album, that sort of thing. So it has to be, you know, that like year long wait, really. But it's hard because I just want everyone to hear them once I finish them and come out of the studio. I I want everyone to hear it. You've lived with them for such a long time as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's weird that other people have them now because I'm like, these are my songs. They've been on my computer for (laughs) a year more. Do you feel then once you release it, they are no longer yours, technically? I think I usually do. Like with singles and EPs I've done in the past, I felt that way. It's kind of been like, this was mine, now it's yours. Mm -hmm. But I think because the album process was much longer and much more intimate, I guess, it doesn't feel that way now, which is kind of nice. I'm like, they're still my babies. Mm -hmm. Other people can listen to them, but they're for me, (laughs) mostly. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love that. Because you have released EPs in like the last couple of years, was there a Mm -hmm. huge difference when you went in to tackle the album? Yeah, absolutely. I think with EPs, a lot of the time they can have like a a similar theme, but a lot of the time it's like three singles, it's four singles. Mm -hmm. Whereas with the album, I really wanted it to be like really cohesive so that there are 10 separate songs, but you're like, these all belong in the same place. I'm hearing sounds from this song on this song and just have that really consistent, um, like sonic journey throughout. Mm -hmm. So that was really difficult because obviously all the songs are really different. Mm -hmm. Um, So it took a lot of work to be like, how do we tie all these together with um, my producer, Sam? And you're currently based in Berlin. What's the music scene like over there? It's really good. There's a lot of Irish people over here, actually, a lot of Irish musicians. Um, And it's, yeah, it's really lovely, welcoming community. 
and it's just a very chill city. I don't know if you've ever been, but it's kind of an ideal place to be an artist of sorts. I think yeah. it's just very relaxed and an open, open energy. Which is always good. And you're coming back here to the Workman's on September the 21st for a gig. Yes, I am. I'm playing a headline show, Workman Cellar, September 21st. So I'm really looking forward to that. It'll be the first time I'm playing like a lot of the songs from the album. Um, So a little nerve wracking, but exciting. Do you think like what goes into putting together a headline? Will you kind of mix old and new or will you kind of be sticking to the new album? Yeah, I think I'm going to do a bit of a mix, to be honest. Um, Got to play the the classics. <laughs> um, and then put in some of the new tracks as well. Yeah, it'll be a bit of a mix. And you've recently brought out some new merch as well. Yeah, just to kind of tie in with the album. I did a bunch of merch, which was, I designed all of it myself, which was probably a silly thing to do, given how busy I've been. <laughs> um, but it's also really nice that like something I made on my computer is now like a physical product. So it's been really cool to see. And people seem to be, enjoying the merch so that's good yeah, too they're good fun and also it's kind of nice because obviously like music is very creative and you've a lot of input mm. into that but it's a different it's almost a different you know bow or yeah string to your bow yeah yeah. yeah 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 completely and I did the the artwork for the album as well I designed as well oh, so amazing. I got to do a bit of graphic design along with the music had you always nice. done that for your music uh, most of the time, yeah. Honestly, it's just been like a time and cost saving yeah, <laughs> issue is why I started it. But now um, it just seems like the right thing to do. It's like no one knows this stuff as well as I do, knows this music. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense that I would do the visuals as well for it. You have a deeper and connection it. with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where did writing begin for you? Have you always done it? Um, I It started early, to be honest. It started when I got my first guitar. So I was like nine years old, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really obsessed with Avril Lavigne, which I've been told I need to stop saying in interviews, but it's true. <laughs> um, I'd stick with it. And yeah I, got, yeah, I got my first guitar for Christmas and I just really wanted to be here. So I started writing songs immediately, but obviously they were about like having a fight with my best friend or something really, really uh, deep. But uh, yeah, it started immediately, but then obviously it's taken like years and years and years to kind of, find my sound um, and get more comfortable with it. How do you realise you were writing songs at the time or were you kind of just writing? No, I, I took it very seriously, to be I honest. I was I was very much a like a student of pop music, even at that age. Um, I really like would like read every lyric in the booklet of, of the CDs and see like what label it was released on and like wow, how many bars was, was the verse and then the chorus and, and try and do it like that. Um, so no, I did. I was I was serious from the start. Maybe a little wow. too serious for a nine year old. Funny thought yourself, basically. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of the best way to learn, though, is just being a fan of music. Yeah, um, and enjoying and that putting process. Your own spin on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Wow, I love that. Well, we usually play a game with a dice. Obviously, with you not being in the room with me, we were just going to get you mm-hmm. to pick a number between one and six, and we have like a whole array of different types of questions here in front of me. <laughs> Okay, cool. My favourite number is four, so I'll go four. with four. What would you rather bring back, vinyl records, cassettes or CDs? Oh, vinyl, for sure. Vinyl's cool. Yeah. I love vinyl. Okay, another question. Yeah. Go with another number. Um, Between one and six. Yeah. Six, I guess. Six. Um, what's your warm-up routine for a gig? Um, What is my warm-up routine? A lot of like really boring vocal exercises that are incredibly embarrassing for everyone to <laughs> hear me do. Lots of la 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 la's. Of course. Um, 
and yeah actually just spending time by myself a little bit Mm -hmm. before I go on stage I don't like to be around everyone I like to just kind of talk myself down a little bit get out of the nerves Mm -hmm. um and then head out on the stage okay one one last question okay two please two who's your favorite Irish artist on the scene right now oh that is a good question it's a difficult question because there's so many of them so many yeah um hmm, who's my favorite well I have a really good uh pal Laura Keane who's under the name of LK Mm -hmm. um and she actually helped a lot with the album she has singing some backing vocals and every time I was writing a song I'd send it to her and be like what do you think of this and she would give me her opinion so um big fan of her and her music um it's been played on like the ultimatum and all these Netflix shows at the minute which is really cool um so yeah LK Excellent. So if anyone wants to keep up to date with what you're up to, obviously the debut album Faking It is out now, but where's the best mm-hmm. place to catch everything you're up to? Um, Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, that's all the good places, the usual places. Is there still tickets left for your work runs? Yeah, I believe there are. Excellent. Maybe a couple. Excellent. That's on September yeah. the 21st. Lydia Ford, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you for having me. It was lovely.